Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Cooking is the New Healthy. This is a podcast about how we cook, how we eat, and how we show up in our real lives. I'm interviewing other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they do that in their lives. You can find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama, and I'm also the founder of Cook and Shop Online Cooking School. You can find more information in today's show notes. Today's guest is Emily Nahazel, and I am so excited to interview her because I feel like I've known her for a really long time. We've actually known each other for about four years, and she is an incredible, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and I'm going to let her tell you about how she shows up and serves the world. Emily, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here, uh, especially as somebody who has just recently started my own podcast. It's fun to be on the other side of the interviewing conversation. And like you said, we have been connected in through the internet for Four years is a long time. It feels like a really long time, Uh, but it's really, really great to get to chat with you in this more intimate way today. So Emily, how do you work in the world? I want everybody to know how, because you are so fascinating to me because you have so many passions, like in the true, and I... I thought for a long time that you were a Virgo, but you're a Pisces. <laughs> I knew we were going to talk about astrology. We will definitely get into that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so first and foremost, I'm a triple Pisces, which just means I have a lot of water in my chart. I like to do a lot of different things. I like to change my mind, lots of feelings. Um, but I love this question and I actually get a little nervous for this question because I don't really know how to define myself in the quick little elevator speech. I mean, I am a board certified health coach. I'm a registered yoga instructor and teach a style of yoga called Katona Yoga, which we were talking about before we started recording. But beyond that, I would say the, the like phrase that describes me is, I'm super curious and I love to empower other humans. And I do that through my coaching work, but also by bringing in modalities like astrology and human design and energy healing and meditation and tarot. Um, So I do, I'm interested in a lot of different things. And for a while, I, I kind of shied away from that. Like, you know, marketing, marketing language and business mm-hmm. language tells you to have your niche and have mm-hmm. your one phrase that describes you. But recently I'm, I'm more embracing that I can embrace and I can use all of these different tools, all of these different facets of myself. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful because you're right in business. We're told to focus on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like also, I mean, I think all humans evolve and change, especially in the entrepreneur world, we have to evolve and change. And especially as a Pisces, 
that's just something that I know is going to be a part of my life. So instead of trying to resist it, that's something that I've learned a lot of from astrology. Instead of trying to resist my nature and how I work best, I am learning to embrace that. That's incredible. I absolutely love this. We're going to ask a food question. I love to find out just a little bit about how people eat because it's fascinating as a chef to me. So I'm going to ask you, what was your last meal? Yeah. So my last meal, and I agree, food is was kind of my entry into the self-development, personal development, even I would say spirituality world. Food was like the entry for me. So I always have and always will love and be fascinated by food. My last meal, it's morning when we're recording this. And so I had a slice of a really delicious vegan and gluten-free chocolate chocolate chip banana bread, (laughs) which it's like, I go through phases with food. Like I'll love things and I'll love one breakfast or I'll love one lunch. I'll love one recipe and I will have it every day or multiple times per week. And I'm in that phase with this banana bread because it's all really simple, healthy ingredients. Mm -hmm. And it's just so delicious. It's so delicious. I can definitely send you the recipe if you want to put it in the show notes. It's not my recipe, uh, but I, I've adopted it. (laughs) I definitely want the recipe. And my, I'm going to say that my daughter is a Pisces. So as I hearing you talk, like I can (laughs) identify with the eating. I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna ask you, what does a typical day look like in terms of food for you? And I know that at the time of recording this, we're in the middle of a pandemic, like things are not exactly routine, but maybe they are in your world. Yeah. Yeah. I love this question too. And when I was sitting with it again in my Pisces format, or maybe just human in the middle of a pandemic and a civil rights movement format, it's changes. It always changes. Um, Right now, I, I pretty much always start my day with some sort of warm, well, always water first, and then some sort of hot, blended beverage, whether that's, I'll go for a while drinking matcha and then I'll drink coffee or I'll have, right now I'm drinking cacao. uh, So like a healthy hot chocolate. And that's usually like the first thing for me. I don't, I really don't eat first thing. Mm -hmm. I, and especially with this more flexible schedule or it's not exactly flexible, but we're, we're, a lot of us are working from home more than than usual, I'm allowing myself to lean into that and really waiting until I get hungry. And then when I'm hungry, maybe I'll have a slice of that yummy banana bread. I'm not the biggest smoothie person I have been in the past, but maybe a smoothie, maybe a green juice, maybe something savory. Um, Breakfast, like I said, for me really rotates on what that is. Uh, And then lunch is almost always what I would call a meal-sized salad, uh, which I know 
you you get what that is a salad that isn't just lettuce it's got all all the things on it maybe a cooked vegetable some healthy fats protein and then i used to be a big snacker when i was in the corporate world i used to snack and i think it was more of a distraction thing like i was bored at my desk or wasn't eating enough at my actual meals but i don't snack as much recently uh, in the last few years. So then I'll also have dinner and that's usually a protein, a cooked veggie and some sort of starch or carb. I recently was in a huge white rice phase. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm moving out of that now, (laughs) but I love carbs. I love sweet potatoes. I love regular potatoes. Um, And so that's definitely included in in my food. And always, I also have a big sweet tooth, so there will always be some sort of sweet throughout the day, whether that is like breakfast, some sort of yummy baked good, or more recently, I'm into the after lunch dessert, like having a little bit of ice cream or a piece of chocolate, because one, that feels decadent and Mm -hmm. really uh, special, and then I don't eat a dessert after dinner, and for me, that that translates into better sleep. Sugar at night is not is not great for me. Um, so that's been that's been working out. I love hearing this breakdown. I love hearing it because it's really also for me listening to it is really paying attention to your body mm-hmm. in terms of eating, especially this is the health coach side of me, eating eating the complete meals and listening also to those like moments where you can not only, I don't want to say, I want to like, I'm like searching for the word pleasure. Pleasure Mm -hmm. is the word. Pleasure is where I think is just so beautiful when you have the piece of chocolate after lunch. And I am a big proponent of this. Um, I love savoring Mm -hmm. a really dark piece of chocolate after lunch. It's just like, it's just like the so much beauty and food. And I just want to, I want to highlight that as a part of like that moment of pleasure and it's almost like this like deep sigh where you're like your body can just relax yeah yeah and also I think that enjoying like letting yourself enjoy the things that you want to enjoy is is such a radical act Mm -hmm. we could we could apply this to many different things but like let's stick with food when you let yourself enjoy a piece of dark chocolate, or for me, it's been like a delicious dairy-free ice cream after lunch, it, it stops you. It doesn't stop you. It's like you're allowing yourself to do that. So then you don't make choices that are out of fear or out of lack or because you restricted all day or you didn't give yourself any pleasure all day. And then you, at night, you're kind of like eating the cabinets or having something just because you're like, I think I should. 
so that's something that I've really, I notice, and I notice that too with like health coaching clients, when you allow yourself to have the things that your body is craving. And there's a difference between like, I think a craving that is really coming from that deep place of intuition and true self and a craving that's just there to like cover something up. Mm -hmm. But when you allow yourself to listen to that, it's just that much more satisfying. And maybe you do eat a little, a fewer sweets later, or you don't have to have that second helping because you've given yourself what you really need and want. That's beautiful. I really love how you explain that. Thank you. Welcome. We're going to go into, this is, I mean, I love this entire podcast, but I also really love asking people how they show up in their lives. So usually it's three things, but I'm going to let you riff um, in the way that you want to. And I would also love to encourage people listening to this. If one of those tips, and we could also challenge people if you'd like, but if one of those tips or one of the things that you say resonates with them, I would love for them to tag us on Instagram. I'll put our handles in the show notes so they don't have to worry about that right now. Um, but I'd love to continue the conversation. Yeah, I love that. And, and love hearing from people listening, what resonates, what you actually take and put into action. That's what makes our internet world feel like a home, like a community versus just like a, the cold computer or cell phone or, or this like harsh place of online information. So mm -hmm. I, I echo that and I would love to hear from anyone if anything that we've shared in this conversation resonated, even if you're like, hey, I'm a Pisces too, and my yeah. food change all the time. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so how do I show up? This is such a, I, I mentioned this to you. I love this question. Yeah. And we could take it so many different ways. But the first the first thing that i that comes to mind for me about showing up is and this is not what i had planned to say by the way is having hard conversations with yourself and your loved ones i think that that is a really powerful way that you can show up even if that is if we take it down back to the food level mm -hmm. okay is this ice cream habit in the afternoon really serving me and bringing me pleasure or is it something i'm doing to escape or numb um, having that conversation with yourself even if it feels a little scary or a little uncomfortable or it's going to take you out of what may be your regular routine, your regular comfort zone. So having hard conversations, I self-identify as a highly sensitive person and an empath. And so being able to have hard conversations, which I'll take a step back. If those terms are new to you, Google them. There's a lot of information on the internet. We can also maybe chat a little bit more about it, but how I see that is I feel things very deeply, even if I don't always fully know what it means. And so this idea of having hard conversations 
one with myself means tuning into those feelings, not pushing them aside or writing them off as being an emotional woman or an emotional person, but tuning into those feelings, what are they telling me? And then also building up and having the resilience to go into those places that might feel uncomfortable within myself and within my relationships. And what I've seen is when I have those hard conversations, both with myself and with others, it allows me to evolve. Afterward, there is like a pressure release or a lesson learned. And that in itself is positive reinforcement to keep doing it, even if it's not my like natural uh, tendency to, to do. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. This is, yes. This is so good, Emily. This is so good. Another thing is I, I can really go on tangents and we talk about that on my podcast because I, not only am I Pisces sun, which most people, if you know your Zodiac sign, you know your sun sign, Pisces. Yeah. I also am a Pisces moon, which is your emotions and a Pisces in Mercury, which is how you communicate. So I can kind of just like tangent, but usually I bring myself back and circle back might just take a while. I love it so much. So much. Um, and I, and I do, I do encourage if people are new to these conversations to definitely look them up and if not continue the conversation with us, or maybe I could put, maybe, maybe you have a resource. Do you have a resource in your blog for like, like highly, highly sensitive yeah, you know, I don't have one resource, but maybe that's something that I should create because it is something that I get asked a lot about. But I can also send you to put in the show notes a book or two that have been really helpful for me. Um, I think that we are all sensitive people, mm-hmm. uh, and some it, it is a spectrum, and it's not like oh, if you're more highly sensitive, that's good. I think especially in the wellness world, there is a conversation around intuition. And if you are more connected or more intuitive, you are, there's this idea that you're like better or I don't know, more woke or something, which is not always true. There's a spectrum. Some of us are, are more sensitive. Some of us are inherently less sensitive and sensitivity can express itself in many different ways. Some people, like I said, I feel things viscerally, even if it's, it's energy, it's not actually like heat on my skin. (laughs) And some people see things, some people hear things, some people feel very connected and commune with nature. Some people connect with plants and and animals. So there's a lot of different um, things to explore there. So we'll definitely, we can include some resources, whether they're mine or or a teacher resource that I've loved. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I think going off of this one of the ways if you're like, whoa, this sounds interesting, but it's a little bit out there for me. Like, how do I connect to my intuition? How do I know if my ice cream habit is pleasure or, you know, avoiding something? I find two tools are really helpful with this, meditation. And meditation can look like a number of different things, but mostly being with yourself whether that's in silence or you listen to some music that allows you to be present with yourself or you go for a walk. So meditation and then also journaling. Mm -hmm. And how I journal is I just start writing. 
And sometimes I'll ask myself questions. If you're not a writer, you can also like journal um, out loud, either by talking to yourself. I know that might sound a little out there, uh, but I talk to myself all the time. Or you can use something like an audio recorder. Most uh, cell phones have like a voice memo feature these days. And so just start talking it out, talking out how you're feeling, what you're going through, what you're experiencing. Almost always we have the answers within us. We just have to take the time to tune in and listen. Can you repeat that? <laughs> almost always, almost always, 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 we have the answers within us. We just have to take the time to tune in, so to get quiet, to connect, and actually listen. Listen to what that voice, that feeling, that urge is telling you. Like, can we take a deep breath? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I encourage all those listening to take a deep breath and to just take that in. Yeah, it's such a deep truth. And it's not one that is marketed, although intuition is becoming pretty hyped and popular these days. But capitalism and a lot of this, the like, businesses and structures out there thrive on each of us believing that we're not enough and that we need something outside of ourselves to be smarter, to be more successful, to be more beautiful, more connected, more woke, you know, any of these things. And not to say that you can't have teachers and mentors and leaders and coaches. I mean, look, I'm a health coach. That is my business. But ultimately, it's my belief that those things should be helping lead you closer to you and more and, and empower you to lean into your own, yeah, we can call it intuition, we can call it higher self. If you believe in like God or spirit, you can also use those terms. Uh, but, but you have that within you and you have access to that. It's so beautiful. I, in my health coaching practice, I say that I help people come to who more to who they already are. Mm, and I like, I love that in capital letters, you already are a R E you are that. Yes. My job is to just bring you, bring you closer to that. It's the same, same philosophy. I love that we're on the same wavelength with that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, it's not something, well, it's not something that I was necessarily taught growing up and going to business school and even in the entrepreneurial world, it's like buy more, do more courses, masterminds, all this, this stuff that we need to learn and achieve and Again, those things can be helpful, but I see them more as tools to step more fully, accept more fully, be more fully exactly who, what you said, who you already are. 
So beautiful. Yeah. Didn't know we were going to go here, but I'm not surprised because intuition and empowerment is really what is at the core of all of my work, whether it's the health coaching or I also do a good amount of business slash life coaching for wellness entrepreneurs, yoga, tarot, like it all comes back to that. That's so beautiful, Emily. I just love, I I knew our conversations was going to be powerful. I am so, so, so grateful to be connecting to you in this way. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, thank you for giving me this opportunity and this space and for creating this space and these wonderful questions because it really is, like you said, a conversation. And I truly believe that when we get in contact with people, like it's through connection, it's through community, it's through spaces that we create or that are created for us that we can shine our light or speak our truth more fully. It's so true. It's so true. I want to, I want to say that the biggest thing that I want people to take away from our conversation is actually two things, connection mm-hmm. and connecting beyond email, beyond the squares, beyond wherever yes. you are on social media, because I feel like it's really important because we would never have had this conversation had we not done that. Yes. 100% high fives to that. (laughs) And the other thing is, and sometimes we can be afraid. I I think I should put the, put that out there too. Sometimes Mm. we can be afraid to like respond to like, say we love a story or we love a post. Like sometimes we can be a little nervous. It's like, Oh, I don't know if I should really put myself out there or should I comment or should I do something? And I think that especially when we're in this pandemic too as well and literally everything that's going on in our world right now that reaching out even just like putting some emojis down is like Mm. it can make somebody feel really great. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that true connection is something we are, we have been craving and why social media has had so much success, especially for people that aren't in physical communities where they feel they can connect with, with like-minded people. And also I think what's coming out now is how much inauthenticity there is online. Like I get messages on my Instagram account from bots, (laughs) like robots of people that are just like great content, I wonder if you want to connect about a financial opportunity. And I'm like, this is, this is silly. This is silly. I don't, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for thousands and millions of followers. I'm here for connecting with real people like you, Carla, uh, and having that two-way conversation. Again, not just here, let me put a post and everyone like it, like, let's, let's talk about it. Tell me what you agree with. Tell me what, what resonated with you. Tell me what you don't agree with. I think from my perspective, that is how I would love to see social media 
continue to evolve and, and my platforms particularly, that's what I want to set the intention um, to invite more of. I love that. I love that. I do have an intention um, that I set a few years ago of that. And I, and I say it often, I am not validated by the numbers. Yes. I am here to create change and to connect with people one person at a time. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. Thank you. It's an interesting conversation. I just took a deep breath with that because it's so, it's no, no, it's so true. And, and we do get validated by the numbers The the apps are literally designed to help us like feed that. But I had a client actually once tell me she was feeling that like when she logged on to Instagram in particular, she she was feeling high if she had a bunch of likes and comments and she was feeling low if there was nothing. And so what she did is she just, before she logged on, before she got on, she would check in and see if she was looking for that validation. And instead she would validate herself. And I think that's such like a powerful practice that I was like, oh my gosh, I can learn from you on this because it's not easy. The likes are attractive. The comments are fun. Uh, but truly, I thank you for bringing that up because it's such a powerful reminder. You're welcome. Thank you. Do you have anything final that you want to tell us? Hmm. I feel like we've covered so many great things already in this conversation and in such like a, a powerful period of time. I just... I, I want to encourage everyone, if you're listening to this, and like I said, whether you know astrology or you don't, or you're new to this idea of intuition or you're not, or you're on social media or you don't, just get curious about yourself and question what you've been told. Not in like a conspiracy theory <laughs> kind of way, but like question like am i a strong person am i a outgoing person am i an introverted person and get curious get to know yourself that in itself i believe is the most empowering thing that you can do because then when you get you to know yourself and who you are and what you like and what you value and what you want out of this life you can take intentional, empowered action from there versus just kind of following a path or following a formula that somebody else has set out for you without critically thinking about, is this really what I want? Is this really what I want to feed my energy into? So get curious about yourself. I have a feeling that you are way cooler and more interesting and powerful than maybe you even believe and and find what tools or what modalities or what communities or people encourage you to keep being you. So beautiful, Emily. Thank you so much for being on my podcast and for connecting with 
my community. How can we find you? How can we work with you? Where are you on social? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so on social, I am mostly on Instagram. It's at Emily Nahazel. And if you don't know how to spell that, no worries. We'll link it in the show notes, I'm sure. Uh, you can also check out my new podcast. It's at the vitamin or at vitamin E podcast. You can find that on all the podcast listening apps and just really some more real conversations. And if you're curious about working with me, or I also, as uh, Carla mentioned on this uh, episode, I have a blog. You can connect with me there. It's my name, emilynahazel.com blog, information about working with me, events if those happen, retreats if those happen uh, in the future. It's all there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emily. All right. If you are listening to this wherever, please rate, review, subscribe, because when you do that, that spreads the word about this podcast. You can find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. All the information today is going to be on the show notes. I also have a blog at CarlaContreras.com. It will be in the show notes, and I'm going to put all of Emily's information in there so that you can find it. Thank you again so much. Sending you and yours love. Bye.